Hey guys, before we jump in, I just wanted to give you a heads up that we are continuing the conversation, sort of, uh, about messenger marketing and chatbots. In this episode, I have Matt Seaton and Matt Timms from the Facebook group Botpreneur on the show. And this was recorded a few months back, but everything is still applicable, obviously. And I will be heading out to the ManyChat event here in Austin in just a couple weeks. So anyway, stay tuned for the end and I will repeat those links for you. And let's jump into the episode. Building an online business is more than branding, content, and sales. It's what happens behind the scenes during the highs and lows that make or break your business. I'm your host, Kim Doyle, and this is The Kim Doyle Show. I'll be sharing my own journey of 10 plus years growing an online business, as well as talking to entrepreneurs who are on the ground, creating, building, and showing up every day. Remember, do business as only you can do. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Kim Doyle Show. I am your host, Kim Doyle, obviously. I'm I'm crazy excited about today's show. One, because I finally got to connect in person. Well, I guess you would say in person over the web, whatever, but have a conversation with my guests. Yes, you guys, I have two guests on the show today, and we are talking about something that I am hellbent to figure out, and that is chatbots and messenger marketing. So my guests today are Matt Staten and Matt Timms of Botpreneur. You guys, thank you so much for being here today. No, thanks for having us. We're super excited and and, and just as excited uh, you know, about bots and messenger marketing as you. Yeah, thank you so much. You're so welcome. So I, it's one of those things, you guys, and I'm going to go, like I said, I will jump in with the questions, but... I just I know there's a magic piece here and how each individual uses that in their business um, obviously is going to be unique to them. But before we get into what you guys are doing with Botpreneur and bots, I mean, you're just all over it. Um, can you give me a little bit of your background? So Matt Staten, if you want to you want to share a little bit of your background, because it's like I knew you from the Internet and your affiliate stuff and, and ClickFunnels kind of circles, but you guys have gone all in with this. So what's your background? What were you doing before this? Yeah, so I did a little bit of everything as I tried to find my way through life. I was always an entrepreneur. At the age of 10, I literally mailed something to Nike uh, with my grandfather to try to get them to you know, uh, take on a new product line. Uh, they politely declined, but it was still fun and interesting. Always you know, cut the grass and, and, and all that good stuff, mowing lawns, you know, selling, buying candy bars for you know, 33 cents and selling them for a dollar. Um, all, all learning just basic math to have fun. And, and, and I never liked, uh, you know, the whole corporate America being told what to do, all that jazz. I, I worked in it. I mean, I was a cop. I was a paralegal. I was in law school. I hated uh, pretty much everything that I did at some point in time. But I was always in love with uh, computers, sales, marketing, using technology to solve business problems. About seven years ago, created um, uh, a business that uh, – Turned into a 450 plus, uh, you know, uh, customers. We had 450 plus clients uh, in our agency for the water damage restoration industry in 47 states. Um, that company, uh, I love it to death. Love the people to death. It was just time for me to move on, and I knew I was going to be moving on uh, about almost a year ago. So I sold my shares effective January 2nd, but I knew a couple months before. Um, so I was getting into this whole Facebook world and I'm trying to think now what, right? Cause I'm a, I'm a lifelong learner and now it's just back to let's get into relationships. Uh, when I first dove in, people learned, knew about me as the affiliate dude, because I'm thinking, okay, affiliate was a blue ocean. And the reason I did that was because um, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do, but I knew groups were something that were awesome and you're going to create relationships you can always pivot from there. Uh, typically, in any business that I run, affiliate marketing will generate 40% of the profit, which is really wicked sick because it's like a paper performance uh, sales team. You obviously only give them money when they do something that uh, generates revenue, right? I actually say generates profit. I don't care too much about revenue. I care more about profit. So that's me in a nutshell. There's more to that than that whole thing, but uh, trying to keep it concise. Okay. And before Matt Tims, I just have to tell you, I need to come up with different names for you guys. I should have got grabbed your, if you want to give me your bot printer hashtags, but um, I did write down, which is really wicked sick because I'm going to use that phrase moving forward. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt Tims, you're up. What's your story? Yeah, I have an awesome story. If I do say so myself, <laughs> um, it's funny. I go back, I look back at my childhood and I'd never thought of myself 
as an entrepreneur, as a business person in that time. But looking back, I'm like, it was in my blood from the very beginning. Both my parents are business people, um, sales and just all that fun stuff. So even from super young, started a paper out and I uh, outsourced it to my sister. And <laughs> I, know, right? I didn't think of that. I had a paper route too. And that was because somebody, a boy bet me I couldn't stick with it, but go ahead. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. So I ended up getting her and my dad to do it for me and I got the paycheck and the Christmas money and they, they got the candy and the exercise. Um, pretty awesome deal. And it was funny in, in high school, I opened a paintball field at a friend's farm we were holding tournaments and having teams travel in from hours and hours away just crazy stuff that i would for some reason i never really counted it as entrepreneurial just wasn't in my vocabulary um but then i actually i went to school and i studied nothing to do with or nothing to do with business i uh, studied music education i love teaching i love arts i'm very artsy person creative all the fun stuff so i studied music education despised the thought of being a broke musician or a broke teacher. So <laughs> I um, I was inspired. I opened a music store. And at this time, I still knew nothing about business. And so this was like 2011, 2011, 12, somewhere in there. Early Facebook. You know, this is still fan pages. They were still trying to get people on there. My organic reach was like 60%, which is pretty killer. And um, Instagram was still food and kids and pre-Facebook days. So, so it was all just super early. And I just kind of had to figure out. I started stumbling on podcasts and websites and <laughs> built, built my own website, did my own social media. And I just I only knew what I knew. So at the time, I was a teacher. So I was like, I'm just going to talk to people like I'm having a conversation, like I'm relating to them. Just like I do teach anybody, figure out where you're at, figure out where you want to go. And uh, I'm going to help you get there. And so in this case, it was, you're, you want to come shop with me and give me your money. So, so that's kind of how I figured out how to do that online with social media. And one thing led to the next, I was doing real good, started helping some friends, helped some more friends. And then a couple, about two years ago, got married and moved seven hours away from a music store. And at the time, I had a few clients on the side, just one-off type of stuff. And I was like, you know what, I'm doing... Obviously, I'm doing marketing pretty good. I'm helping helping businesses. Let me jump all in in the client world. So I did because my wife is in pharmacy school. So I was like, who knows where we'll end up? So let me jump into this whole agency world. Just doing that. And then probably about a year ago from the time of this recording, um, just started seeing a lot of like kind of self-proclaimed gurus and teachers and everybody and their mom was coming out with a marketing course. Facebook ads to email to whatever. And most of them themselves, they're running agencies and making courses with no more experience than literally taking someone else's course. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like it just, it just kind of made me sick. I was like, you guys are, you guys are walking around ripping off these businesses. You have, really have no idea how marketing fits into this business. So, so me, I kind of got inspired around that time to go out and start putting out resources kind of becoming a voice in the marketing community, trying to bring some reason and some well-roundedness as somebody who's actually owned a business, run a business, understands technology, understands marketing and human psychology. And so I just started putting resources out, getting connected. And uh, yeah, so that kind of brings us to today, phase a little bit out of that side of the agency world to partner up with Mr. Matt Staten himself and kind of going all in on the bots thing because that's what is going on today. So... That's my story. Uh, it is a very, you guys have great stories. I always ask that because I think people, if, if anyone's listening, depending on where they're at in their journey, there's just a ton of value in seeing, oh, everybody else didn't have this figured out from day one and you just kept moving forward. So, you know, just a little side note is based on both of your intros, I love your thoughts on sort of the marketplace in general because I feel that things are maturing. The market's maturing. I think all the BS marketing, the, the really crazy hypey stuff, obviously there's always going to be a market for it. I mean, that's just kind of life, right? They use car salesmen. But I think online, this drive, to, like that, that bullshit strategy of, oh, I took a course, now I'm going to go teach it, but you've not walked the walk. It, it, it's falling flat. I mean, you might make a couple sales, but <clears throat> it's certainly not going to help you build a business. What are your thoughts, you guys, on on where you see things today, even versus a few years ago? So 
I'm going to talk about bots specifically because this is what got me excited about bots. So, so Matt and I had talked about a couple different things, even to the point of whether or not we were going to actually work together, what capacity, yada, yada, yada. Um, the, you know, I look back. So when I first started my very first agency, right, it was really like me going door to door and selling websites that I was building with front page. That kind of dates me. I'm 41. <laughs> so I'm literally yeah. building shit. In front. Actually, I take that back. My first website was in Microsoft Publisher, I think, which was even mm-hmm. worse. Then it was front page and then Dreamweaver, whatever. I was selling pro tip guys. Like I literally would sell a, a website for $300 and the people were like the most demanding ever. Um, I sold the same website for 500 for for 1000 for 1500 for 2500 for all the way up to 20000 The only thing that changed was me and understanding the value that I was providing to these businesses. So pro tip, sorry, I digress, and that's going to happen. Um, so anyway, so when, I, when, when bots came around, and, and they've been around, and I've been watching them for about a year, and you know, I always was a little hesitant. Are these, what are they going to do? I knew they were going to stick around. I knew that. But it was like, okay, do, is this a shiny object? Is it something I'm going to like? Is it an add-on? All these different things. You know, where, where does it fall? And and I just kept watching. So I, I took three different bot courses. Actually, well, yeah, three different bot courses, um, four courses from three different people. And I'm, like, learning and I'm learning learning. And I'm like, okay, this is neat. This is neat. This is neat. But then it dawned on me that, like, I and Matt and I kind of had this epiphany, at least maybe from different perspectives at the same time, that this is what we wanted to do. And it was interesting because I literally correlated to, like um, – like, remember when SEO, like, you can literally just do, people would, like, just put the word, like, pizza, 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 and they would <laughs> black text. I'm not saying yeah. bots are spammy. I'm just saying, like, imagine if you knew then what you know now about SEO, we'd be billionaires. And then imagine if you knew then what you know about email, when email had 70, 80, 90% open rates, where, you know, bots, good bots have 95 plus percent open rates, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70% click-through rates, depending on how well well it's implemented, right? So that's when, at least for this, it's like, okay, I took some courses and there are, um, you know, there's there's there are influencers in there. We're actually going out and compiling the influencers to help basically further the cause of, you know, chatbots and messenger marketing. Um, so, so I want this wave to be way different than any of the others. But it's such a cool wave, and it's got there's so many so much power that you can leverage bots with in a unique and authentic and you know whether it's for sales, marketing, customer support, customer service, um, you know all, all these different things that 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 messenger bots can be used for. Before I don't know Matt if you wanted to contribute to that, but uh, Matt Tims, one one thing too that I thought was interesting with. And, and is it safe to say, guys, that we're going to focus on messenger marketing, right, with bots? We're not going into, like, other AI bots or anything. We're going to focus on messenger marketing? Yep. Okay, cool. So one thing that I thought was interesting is as it started coming around, you saw a ton of people jumping into it. But what I love most about all the people that jump into it that are not in it for the long term is they bail, right? That they think, okay, I'm going to jump in. I'm going to deploy this. I'm going to put the strategy out there. And then they're not in it for the long game. And so what happens is they abandon it. So now I feel like, you know, a year later, we're sort of in this space of people that are committed to really serving people have a great opportunity with bots. Totally. Did you have any thoughts on that, Matt Timms, on, on the change in the marketplace? Yeah, I think it's funny, especially with all like the data protection and all this junk that's going on in the world. People are realizing they get to control their experience. And for us marketers, well, for most marketers, you look at that and you go, oh my goodness, now they're going to they're gonna know my tricks. <laughs> and it's like, um, but at the end of the day, I think there's just a move towards authenticity. And that's what people have always resonated with. But now you can't trick them into authentically marketing to them anymore it's just it's just not an option people are seeing through it more and more legal legally they're getting the option to only receive authentic marketing so i think that's just what it is and and bots it's like there's no channel of marketing i've ever seen that you can truly customize the experience down as granular as you can with with messenger bots well, you know what? And uh, thank you for that. It's it's interesting. I was watching something the other day with bots and and I, I think people see it and think that it's spam. I'm like, it's literally just another form of communication. So, okay, I'm going to stop ranting. Let me dive a little bit deeper into this. So first of all, 
so Matt Staten, you kind of explained what, what intrigued you for bots. What, so for both you guys, was there any, like a pivotal moment or anything that you said, let's go deeper. Why did you say, you know, let's, let's go into messenger marketing with Facebook. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell this story. <laughs> so for, for me, um, obviously I, I told my story, I was around 2011, 2012. Um, so I jumped into the early game of Facebook ads Mm-hmm. Before there were influencers, before there was, I mean, really, before there was an industry for it. And I look at what's going on with messenger bots right now, where there's starting to be a, I would say, a widespread recognition for messenger marketing and messenger bots. But there's really not a good understanding. And like, there's not very many influencers that are really standing out at all. Um, so, you know, what, what drew me to it, and this is one of the things that we talked about before we went all in, it was like um, the market is so young. And even though we know five, six, seven, eight other, quote, influencers, like it's such a young market that we had the opportunity to jump in super early and be, I mean, be a credible voice that we're, you know, we're all about providing value. And, you know, we wanted to be able to be early in an industry and so we saw this both as an opportunity, the power of messenger marketing, as well as an opportunity to jump in super early on the bots industry before it got diluted by everybody else who thinks that since they did one cool thing that they're a teacher and pro marketer. So. <laughs> or, they, or they've deployed one bot, so let's go ahead and now I can teach it. Right, I um, it up once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so let me ask you guys this because I there are so many different platforms. I've got ManyChat also. What made you guys choose ManyChat? You know, have you looked at other ones? What are your thoughts on the different tools available? I could give you my two cents, which was um, to me, ManyChat was going to be easier for um, beginners uh, to use. It seems to be more drag and droppable. It's to me like so. So many people, in my opinion, have this false. Uh, um, just misconception that like, Hey, like, like belief, this false belief that you got to code, you know, there's, there's no coding involved. Um, you know, you, you literally it's drag and drop. It's if you can use click funnels, if you could use WordPress, if you can use uh, any drag and drop tool, like there's no coding. Um, but anyway, it's, it was so easy to use. And so, so we wanted to reach the most, at least in my mind, the most amount of people, there are things that chat fuel can do. Um, uh, and, and some things that I do like about chat fuel. However, I think they're, uh, doing more advanced things, but it just, it, it, to me, there's a reason why there's a saying that says, keep it simple, right? Keep it simple. Mm-hmm. We're going to go even farther. And, and that's because just because you can, doesn't mean you should. So I can do a really neat thing with this thing and make the plot super duper complex. But the reality is, is when somebody wants an answer, they just want the answer. They don't want to go through nine hoops to get there. So I wanted mass adoption. Uh, it's easier to, to – I can do either and Matt can do either. However, um, for beginners, it was just easier for them to learn. And on top of it, many chat is still continuing to increase what they can do, which is really wicked awesome because now some of the things that you know six months ago many chat didn't have, the, those things are either in beta or out of beta and actually fully functional that – they're catching up to chat fuel for some of those more advanced features. Before you answer Matt Tim's um, on that is I, I have to tell you same thing. One, I think the UI with many chat is beautiful. It mm-hmm. is so clean. All their, their, their website, their content, everything is very clean. And, and with chat fuel, they're actually doing a meetup in San Francisco here in a, uh, like a couple of weeks. And I was like, Oh, maybe I'll go to that. But I'm, I keep going back to many, I, like I log in. I'm like, Eh, many chats just cleaner. I think it's more, it's definitely, you know, for the beginner to use, but I think it's also more focused on the user versus features, maybe, if that makes sense. 100%. No, I love it. I, honestly, if, if if I were chat fuel, I would literally just mirror their UI and, and then they'd get more people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I totally agree. What about you, Matt, Tim's? Yeah, I'm... Some some days I'm nerdy and really like chat fuel. You know, I'm also an Infusionsoft guy, so whatever that says about me. (laughs) You know what? That's one of those tools that also does a ton of stuff, but the UI made me crazy. Go ahead. (laughs) Oh, totally. Yeah. But here's the reason why I ultimately end up on mini chat most of the time. Um, 
for one, yeah, it's easier to teach with. If we're trying to get mass adoption, we got to make have an easy platform. But for two, like my whole philosophy of messenger bots is you're just trying to emulate a human conversation. And the visual component of ManyChat makes it so easy just to draw up a conversation tree that most people understand. Everybody's everybody's gone through the choose your own adventure books back in the day. <laughs> and um, it, and when you put it in that light, it's they make it so easy and visual to see exactly what's going on there. Ask a question. If they say this, respond this way. If they say this, respond this way. And it feels to me whenever I log into chat feel, it's more let me put all the possible information and figure out how it's supposed to lay out later. And it's just not intuitive like a human conversation should be. So ManyChat to me looks like a human conversation, which is where I end up. Yeah, their flow builder was a game changer. I was, I, it's just like, so I, easy. Couldn't agree more. Like, dude, that thing was awesome. And, and why ManyChat, uh, or sorry, ChatView has, hasn't followed. Like, I know people that will actually use like mind mapping tools to create their flows. And I'm like, um, I'm not going to do that because I could just do it right here. I'm not saying you shouldn't sketch out ideas depending on what it is that your bot is is going to be leveraged for, right? However, nine times out of ten, <clears throat> I still start with the end in mind, but I just build it right in ManyChat. Yeah, I just it was like when I saw that, I got giddy. I'm such a visual person. And so for anybody who wants to see that if this and that, you get to play with it right there. Um Okay, so let's kind of get into the meat of this now. So first of all, where do you guys see people using bots most successfully? Um, so uh, I'm going to back up just a second. So as I started leverage, so that's a, actually a great question because people are just starting to learn where they could even leverage them at all, right? A lot of times people think yeah. they have to only use it with a Facebook ad that they can't use it in a Facebook group, that they can only leverage it on Facebook, um, that they, meaning, meaning, um, you know, like a Facebook page, right? And it's a message off their Facebook page. So, you know, at a higher level, like one of the, one of the things I did is, uh, I don't know if you knew this, this is Ninja, like cool stuff. Like the very first bot I built, I sold my house. I, 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 Oh, I watched that. I watched that. I was like, he did not. I thought that was so cool. I give all props to Stephanie Blake. She's got a great course. Yes, we have our own course. It's going to crush as well. It's like three quarters of the way built. It's it's awesome. But Stephanie is is brilliant as well. And and I'm not afraid to give people props. I don't have have that scarcity mindset. So, So anyway... You know, I literally built this bot and I'm like, oh my gosh, like this, the reason I, I was focused on selling my house. So what people don't realize is people go, I need a chiropractor bot. And I'm like, but what do you want the chiropractor bot to do? Because I have a bot flow that can be used for a chiropractor to get them positive reviews on Google, Yelp, Better Business Bureau, on their Facebook page. It'll filter the negative reviews out and the positive reviews right to the reviews channels. The negative reviews go to the business owner. So one of the things is, you know, that's why I always say start backwards is people need to understand like what, what their goal is and does the bot help them achieve that goal? Um, kind of like you mentioned email earlier where Matt, Matt and I would never say don't use email. We just say use both. Like it's, it's another yeah. marketing channel. Um, so if bots can be leveraged and, and, and I, I haven't really thought of, <coughs> unless you're, you're talking to people on my space, um, you know, I can't really think of a spot where bots can't be leveraged. Um, I know it's a, it's a long-winded answer, but but there's so many from sales to marketing to, you know, customer support. I, I literally have it on, on my website right now. This, this, here's a ninja trick for you, all you guys, right? So ChatFuel and ManyChat have this feature where you can actually add um, basically a chat widget to your website. So you can basically handle customer support, customer service, and let people self-serve. We reduced our uh, customer support and service by 80 to 90%. That's a lot of time and energy and money, right? So awesome. But um, another ninja trick is actually to take what's, uh, what's called a ref URL, just think of a link, and actually you can replace that with your con- – uh, like instead of taking people to a contact us page, which really just has minimal information. Now, again, it depends on what you're doing or what the intent of your content us your contact us pages, 
But now you can get those people into your subscriber list. You can get them the answers that they want. You can collect their emails. And not only do you get them into your bot, you get their email, you answer their question, you can, you know, all of that. So to me, even the things that are possible, we, we're just scratching the surface of those things. And then I'll let Matt answer because he's super genius ninja and probably have some cool things to say. Really quick on that note too is I, I I saw you had posted that and and just for everybody listening I'll have all the links to the Facebook group and everything these guys are doing because they provide a ton of value do a ton of free training in the group too um, but I saw that with the contact page and there's also a, a marketer Jeff Bullis he does a lot of big content stuff and and I went to his site and it's like he doesn't have a pop up or a, well I think he may have both actually he may have a um, you know, like a welcome mat but instead he's got a, a messenger bot pop up window and I'm like. I'm going to give that a go because I put the customer chat on there, but I thought, you know, I, I think it's fascinating. I think you're, you still get them on the list. You can still get their email and it's instant and it's not this long drawn out process. Um, anyways. Okay. Matt Timms, what do you think? Yeah. So the question was where are people using bots most effectively? Yeah. Oh, I think anybody who realizes that it literally can replace a human. <laughs> I, it's crazy, but I mean, I, I mean, you have a receptionist that answers the same phone call, asks the same questions, gives the same answers all day long. Um, the same thing with Messenger. You have somebody sitting there watching that all day long. It's like when you realize for $10 a month on many chat, it's like, what, you're saving 20, 30, 40 grand of a minimum wage worker? Yeah. And they're going to respond better and faster and more precise 100% of the time. Like, it's really any business who realizes the power of all that stuff. But a few more specific examples. One of the most fun things that I've seen is um, I love building quizzes and watching people build quizzes because it's really like an interaction. It's it's more of a like you're playing a game with a person. You know, you take a BuzzFeed quiz, but then turn it into a conversation where it's like a 20 questions type of feel. Um, and you just go through and just some different functions. You can have a tally points for right answers. And, you know, you take all the fun self-discovery stuff that BuzzFeed does so well with their quizzes and just put it into a messenger bot. And then all of a sudden people love engaging with your business because you're telling them something about themselves they didn't know or you're telling them how smart they are or you're giving away free stuff, whatever it is. Like there's just a million and a half really fun things that you can do inside of a bot. And I, I think people need to get past this thought that all you can do is send broadcasts. Like there's so many people that say, I hate messenger bots because they're just annoying every time they message me. <laughs> I'm like, Hey, that's probably an awful marketer on the other side. And, um, and B is such just a, a limited mindset of what, what a messenger bot really does. So. Well, really? Cause it's, it's, I mean, in and of itself, it's a marketing channel. And to your point with the quizzes, you know, as I was listening to you share that the difference also is that you can pull in your own voice and, and copy with the quiz that way where Buzzfeed, you're like, okay, great. I belong in, you know, Gryffindor, my Hogwarts house. It's like, so now you know that, but this way there, and there's so much more conditional logic that you can deploy right with the many chat quiz um, versus the other piece. And, and I do think that's actually one of my questions. We can kind of pivot around here. So, you know, I think a lot of people think, oh, this is spammy. And I'm like, yeah, but it's, it's really just another marketing channel. It's no different. How do you email people? How do you communicate with your audience? take that same strategy, right? So what do you recommend to people who are fearful or hesitant about creating their first bot? Let's say it's just, you know, a, maybe an opt-in and a content sequence. Like, what are your thoughts? How can you help somebody navigate that that fear of, oh gosh, I'm going to be spammy? I think the safe road is um, kind of two things. If you make sure that you know your audience and you're always providing value, you're, you're going to be pretty safe. But also give people options. It's a very new channel. So like most people don't, most marketers don't choose the option of not sending a push notification. So it actually is going to ping you every time, which is, it's, it's invasive for a lot of people. Um, but give people the option. Do you want to hear from me once a week? Do you want to hear from only once a month? Do you not want to hear from me at all? I think the worst thing that's going to really leave people with a bad taste around your butt is if you actually don't give them an opportunity to unsubscribe or don't help them understand what's happening. And if you take the time to educate your audience, you're providing value, give them options on how to receive 
messages or how often to receive messages. And if they feel like they're making the choice that they're not trapped inside of your bot, there's really nothing to be fearful about. Just provide value, give people options, let them choose to get value from you. Yeah. Well, and you know, really quick before you jump in, Matt, is I always feel like if you're if you're concerned about being spammy, 90% of the time you probably won't be, right? If you're even concerned about that, it's kind of like over-promoting your own stuff. It's like if you're worried about it, you're probably not promoting enough. So <laughs> the people that, you know, don't worry tend to be the spammers. <laughs> 100%. And, and, and so the first thing I'm going to say is just go out and try it, right? Between, gosh, man, we live in a... <laughs> Cam, we're about the same age, so you know. Imagine back in the day, I'm actually in a library. When's the last time you've been in a library? Because uh, my Wi-Fi is down, right? They have this really beautiful room that I'm paying for with my taxes, and thank you, it's good Wi-Fi here. Um, but anyway, really good lighting. But 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 the point is, is there's <laughs> if you guys want free stuff, right? You, you got free training at, at you know any any place that you go um, from a any anyone who's got a you know bot group. Um, you got free training by ManyChat. You got YouTube. I wish we had YouTube when I was a kid. Like, dude, that would have been awesome. I would never – I mean, it would have just been all the information that you want at your fingertips from a computer. So even if it was just, hey, I'm going to connect my page, you can connect your page. You create, create, a, create a business page. and I use air quotes because they have so many different types of pages now. So create a page in Facebook. Connect it with ManyChat, and you could use their free plan just to dork around, have fun, see what the drag and drop is all about. I'm going to make a hashtag, see what the drag and drop is all about. And, and as you do that, <laughs> right, you're just going to go, oh, cool, I get this. Now, our, our goal, or at least one of our, our goals, is to educate people. Like, hey, they're not scary. They're not these big, crazy things. Go out there and try it. And as you start to understand, um, too, too often, again, people think that bots are just used for one thing. It's like, no, what do you want your bot to do? Because we actually have, <laughs> we're, ma- we're making t-shirts. So it's like, hey, we got a bot for that, right? And, and the reality is, it's like, I had a bot that was sold my house. I almost spit my, spit my coffee out with that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have funny ones. Uh, you know, are you looking at my bot? <laughs> 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 I gotta get that one. I, I love swag, so oh, go too. for it. I, dude, I'm wearing t-shirts all day. I'm wearing one from a uh, my my daughter and I went to Tennessee. She was looking at some uh, college in Nashville, one of those Ivy League schools or whatever the heck it was. I forget which one. But anyway, point is, I love swag. So anyway, get in there, test, have fun, learn, ask questions. There's no stupid questions, especially nowadays, because no, I go ask a question. There's things that I learn. I'm like, oh, I didn't realize Minichek can do that. And I'm pretty ninja. If you can sell your house with a bot that's kind of ninja, Matt's like a trillion times more ninja. I had this issue last night. I'm like, Matt, I had like weird, crazy sleeping schedule. Kids were driving me nuts. I set something up. It's collecting the data as needed. I just needed it to go somewhere else, uh, a quick zap and something broke. And he fixed it in like 30 seconds. So like you're, you're don't let fear, which is uh, doesn't even really exist. Like I always say, fuck fear. Like seriously, don't let fear hold you back from missing that wave like this awesome wave um like again yeah it's early adopter time it really is it really is and on top of it like like to to the point of spamming like i would say i it 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 slowed me down for for like for like uh just it was helpful for me because once i realized that oh my gosh i'm gonna be in somebody's inbox and i don't want to abuse that like, think about texting. You would never just text someone left and right. And this is like right open, same open rates as text, right in their face, right? So you don't want to be able to mess up with somebody. So so it, it makes you more conscious of everything that's going on. Go out, have fun, and then personalize an experience or two. When we, we work with a dog trainer, and, and she can send me a message that says, because we've gathered data through quizzes and other fun things. She can be like, hey, Matt, how's Tucker? How's Emma? Right? I completely love – I love labs too. She can send a picture that's a picture of a lab, right? Because she knows that I love labs and we segment all this data. And it's not crazy. It's not like database stuff where you're going to know SQL and all these MongoDB. Uh, it, it's just really <laughs> – it's just really fun and easy. And when you get to personalize that experience – it all starts with starting. So go start, have fun, ask questions. All right. So with that, we talked a little bit about 
you know, how people are using it. So, and I think I asked this and you may have answered in a live stream that I missed in the group, but, you know, different ways that people are using chatbots in terms of driving traffic to the chatbot, right? So we talked about using that for a contact page. You've got, you know, the, the button on your Facebook page. What are some other ways that people are using? What are some other ways that people are driving traffic to the bot to get the subscriber? Matt just did something real cool. So I'm going to let him tell you his ninja trick about getting bot subscribers for started off at seven cents. I think he's up to 20 cents a bot subscriber, but that's still ridiculously awesome. And then we'll just kind of spit back and forth some ideas. That that includes the email as well. Thank you very much. Oh, Oh, so you're collecting the email address for 20 cents. Nice. (laughs) I know, right? Subscriber and email. Um, for, for 20 cents. That, that sounds pretty expensive. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> the break the bank the on that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, go to Yeah, so I, I think... Yeah, so here's how you blow up your bot. I, um, I think one of the easiest things, everybody has some type of lead magnet, or you can run some type of contest, because contests are easy. Everybody loves to do contests. Pick something that your audience loves and give it away. And, um, you know, I think and there's two ways that are really, really easy to get people in. One is the ref URL, like whatever bot you're using, whatever bot software, you can just say, give me a link for this message and it'll give you a link and then people click on it and then we'll start engaging with your bot. Um, so for me, I ran a contest and I was giving away a free guitar pedal and uh, I just said, click on this link. And then sign up inside of Messenger. The only thing I'll say, and uh, this was a big frustration for me when I was just starting out with bots, is um, you have to train your audience how to actually engage with a bot. I, I don't know. Is your audience mostly marketers, Kim, or do you have other people? Yeah, I would say primarily marketers. There might be some you know, WordPress people left over there. But, I mean, for the most part, my audience was never devs. So it's, it's all digital online businesses. Totally. Most like doing client work and such, or just some training? people do client work, coaching, um, courses. Totally. I've, yeah, yeah, I've pivoted to content marketing, so it kind of runs the gamut. Oh, sure. Yeah. You know, I would say really, no matter what audience you are, and the further away you are from teaching marketing to marketers, like it just explain people how to engage with your bot, and you're going to be successful. So drop a link and say, click this link. Click get started, follow the directions, click the buttons along the way. And like, you know, you put links like that. I think that's the best way is a contest. The second best way, and this is probably the cheapest, is there's a there's a way, um, and I think it's the smoothest too, but you can have your bot send a message to people after they comment on one of your posts on your page. So just like that, you could run a contest and say comment this word or a certain keyword or just comment something and my page will message you automatically and you just have to respond to that. And the reason I really like that one too um, is because if even if your audience has never touched a messenger bot before, there's really nothing, um, nothing in that process that they haven't encountered before. Not everybody's used to having to hit get started in order to talk to somebody. But if you everybody's commented on a post Everybody has been messaged and everybody's responded to a message before. So, you know, if you're not sure where to start or you don't know your audience or you're scared that they won't know how to engage with a bot, I would start with with the comment tool. Many chat calls comment growth tool. And just have people comment on a post on your page and have your bot reply to them. And people will be in the bot and they'll be engaging with it. And very, very simple way to start. So that's where I would start. Well, I also see, what are your thoughts? Like, to me, I feel like there's like this magic gem there of live streaming and bots. Like if you can, I think it'd be a great way, you know, if you're running a live stream and you've got a decent audience to to tell everybody to comment and that would trigger, you know, that growth tool, I guess, within many chats. So um, oh, have yeah. you seen live streaming and bots working well together? I love live streaming and bots. It's like one of my favorite tricks ever. If you, if you have a live streaming software that lets you schedule your live streams, you know, where it actually creates the post and whatnot, mm-hmm. then you can connect all the, you can connect all the many chat growth tools ahead of time and test it out before you're actually on video. So then during the live, like I hear some people say, they're, they're telling their audience, wait until the video's done. 
then come back and comment a word and do all this stuff. But like schedule your live or have somebody else there doing it for you, attaching the growth tool after you go live. And if you can tell somebody to drop a keyword, they're so used to doing that these days, but they're expecting somebody to come back around in an hour and reply and drop links and all that stuff. But to have a page message you immediately um, is just crazy. Like one fun example that I've seen is a client I was working with. She has a lot of big lives with a pretty big audience. And, you know, you can set up multiple different keywords. And to order, in order to bring guests on from her audience, we would have the growth tool set up where it was like, hey, comment, join me if you want to come on live and ask a question. So you comment, join me, shoot the link for the Zoom, for Zoom or BeLive or whatever. They click the link and they join you. And it's just such a smooth process. It's really a human-like follow-up. So yeah, live video and bots are a killer duo. Yeah. And okay, so let me just go ahead. Go ahead, Matt. I was just gonna, no, no. Go one ahead. One of the things that that um, I like to do is so when people subscribe to your bot, depending on how you're set up, right? Um, just because they subscribe to your bot doesn't mean that they want all of your content. So what I like to do is self like uh, ask another question and have them segment, right? It's like, hey, we do uh, face we and, and I'll put the the frequency of them. We do two lives a week, just kind of training type of stuff. And then we also, you know, uh, do you want to be notified of X, whatever, whatever those things are. So it's basically when they get hit with, like, if we just went, I probably go live twice a day, but not, those aren't like promo worthy lives, but I just want them to be able to say, oh, I told Matt that he could do this, right? Gave a permission. So it's almost like an opt-in in your opt-in, if that even makes sense. And then it's like, okay, yeah. on top of that, still give them a way out that says, hey, you know, you said that, you know, uh, at the bottom, it, it could just have a little unsubscribe, you know, quick reply or something like that. Um, just don't abuse it. Is and, and, and you'll find the cadence for your, your peeps. I'd rather start off less aggressive personally. All right. So basically, in terms of that, so you have set up then a separate bot for sort of like impromptu that do you have them do you drop a link in or do you have them comment when you're doing sort of those impromptu lives yeah so so i've done a little bit of both and been kind of testing including uh messaging the uh, pro tip uh don't message five minutes before you're going to go live the other day i did that i'm like what the hell am i thinking by the time they're getting the messages as it's being sent by many chat they don't have time to actually read it and then jump on or whatever so so um I actually like creating an event uh, and Matt and I <laughs> have worked through this, like to find the best strategies possible, create an event on your Facebook page. If you know, you're going to go live in advance, right. And you want, want people to know. So 30 minutes, you're going to go live. Obviously, if you can get more time, if you know that you're going to go live in two days, give them as much advance notice as possible through creating the event. Once you create the event, that's going to get some momentum and stuff like that. Right. And then um you, you can even have people subscribe to the event if you want to do that. We haven't gone that far yet, uh, but it's not a bad idea. But then what we do is they've already said they want to go to the event. So then what we'll do is for the people who have opted in to want to be notified of those such things, um, we'll then just send a broadcast like you know 15 minutes uh, prior to the event to say, hey, guys, in 15 minutes, we're going to be live in the group, blah, 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 blah. Okay, well, you know, it's it's so funny as you're saying that. I think I when I tried ManyChat originally sometime last year, I did it like, oh, I'm going live. It was a quick broadcast, and it was probably five or ten minutes before too. Um, and I was thinking even just with my group of just doing a landing page of, do you guys want to know anytime we go live in the group, or you know, so and then from there I can sequence. Anyways, my brain is spinning, but I wanted to come back to uh, you kind of tease us with this twenty cents a subscriber thing, so. Matt, Tim's. If you want to talk about the advertising you're doing with it, that would I'd love a little insight into that. Yeah, so um, it's it really is. I do a lot of Facebook ads, so for me, um, kind of I created this fun little contest viral loop where I got them to engage with the bot a whole bunch of different ways. Super smooth, very human like. It's like if somebody was guiding you through signing up for this contest. But so I started out, ran this ad put a ref URL in the post and said, click the link, hit get started in order to get signed up. So as soon as they did that, then I went through, are you guys, are you familiar with King Sumo? Yeah. Or any, any viral giveaway. So I was like, I was like, let me see if I can do all their stuff. So what I did um, for one, just getting 20 cents, a subscriber on the front end is amazing. 
but it was a big giveaway. Get them on the ref URL on the post. And then as soon as they get in, um, I, I tell them, I said, awesome, you have one entry. Do you want five more to increase your odds of winning? And uh, who doesn't want five more? Because everybody else has one, so I'm going to get six. So absolutely. So I tell them, I say, awesome, go back to the post, comment this, comment this keyword, and you could do whatever you want. But you just have to make sure you tell them to include this keyword. Um, you know, say, so, hey, give me the prize. And then whatever, take a friend or put a picture of your dog or whatever you want to do. But just make sure you have this keyword. So then they go back to the post. They're typing on it. So then it kind of increases the organic reach on there as well. Um, comment that some of them are taking their friends because they just got back to the post a second time. And so you're just getting all that organic reach on top of it. Then my bot goes back in and says, awesome, I just gave you five more points. What do you think about 10 more? And they go, of course, I only have six. I want 16. And then I use tools like... Um, Oh, what are they called? A link, uh, link shared generator. Messaging, what's that called? Share link yeah, generator. You're right. Yeah, yeah. So there's a share link generator where you can drop a post URL into the share link generator, and um, so then you can put that into a mini chat button or any button anywhere on the internet. And then as soon as they click it, it pulls up your post with their text. So then all they have to do is click, um, click post, and then it's like. It's as if they hit share from the post itself. So then within ManyChat, as soon as they hit that, as soon as they hit that button to share my post, then I give them 10 more points in ManyChat. And I just create this, create this loop where they keep engaging with the bot, they keep getting more points, and it's all tied to like um, you know, Facebook loves seeing time on platform, time on time of engagement. So if Facebook starts to see that there's a person spending this much time on your posts, this much time engaging with your bot over and over and over. For one, Facebook likes you more. For two, there's just a natural organic reach because of the engagement. And then that's going to do a lot of things. It's going to increase your relevancy score. It's going to decrease your cost per lead, give you a bunch of organic reach, get you a bunch of leads that you can't really even track directly from ads or whatever. Um, just It's just increasing that virality and that engagement over and over and over, which you can't do with just a straight ad to a landing page. You can't get high levels of engagement just in the native process of sending someone to an email opt-in. So when you get someone to a bot opt-in, it's like there's just so much engagement built into having a bot with an ad opposed to anything else where there's nothing but good. So. No, let me go. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Matt. I, I was going to say a real quick question because I want to drill home a point. How many lines of code did you write? PHP, CSS, HTML, Ruby on Rails, you name it. How many lines of code did you write? I don't even know half of those. So. <laughs> <laughs> and how many – I, uh, I wrote all plain text, plain text and emojis. So. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so I want to back up a little bit. So basically you're creating a Facebook ad and yeah. you're, the link that people are being driven to is a messenger bot. Correct. Okay, correct. All right. So, and then I, I'm – so if you're using King Sumo, how does it link to the points – and I don't want to get super technical on this, but you know, how is it linking to the points within the contest giveaway platform within within Messenger? Yeah, so King Sumo they don't actually verify. So on a very technical level, hopefully no one ever enters one of my contests <laughs> who's listening to this. But a technical <laughs> level, as soon as it really as soon as they hit that button, then they're going to get points. They don't technically have to share the post, um, but for me, every time they go into that certain flow, so when they hit the growth tool. There's a you can set up a field to be numbers inside of ManyChat, and then every time they get to a certain message or a certain button or whatever, um, I can say increase that increase their score by five, and then when they go and comment, and then they go through that flow, increase their points again, and then and then as soon as they hit that button that says share this post, then I say awesome. As soon as they click that button, increase their points again. And the first is the first step in that flow, the email address. Yeah. So the very first thing to hit the ref URL, get started. I say, Hey, so you want to win this awesome prize, right? Get started. I figure if you can get one button click in, it's more than if they just see the first message asking for email. So I always put some kind of just really easy, just making sure you do want to win this awesome prize. <laughs> hit the button. Yes, I do. 
perfect. I just need your email address, and then you'll be all registered. Um, and then I get the email right then and there. That is phenomenal. And I just, in terms of the cost of everything, because obviously, you know, when you look at what's going on with Facebook and like, I'm a huge Gary Vee fan. So it's always funny to me. He's like, it's free. Stop complaining about organic reach. Right. Mm -hmm. But I do think like with pages, you need a page to run the bots. You've got that. And I think live streaming Facebook wants that. My gut says they're going to have to do something with pages so they don't completely lose people off of that platform. But in the meantime, you know, here's an opportunity for you to increase engagement gets like, it kind of just seems obvious to me, like, why wouldn't you do this over driving people off of Facebook all day long, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I fully expect, in my opinion, that Facebook's gonna uh, crush many chat and and uh, chat field by creating their own platform. Um, but that's, that's me. I don't know. <laughs> Well, you know what? At the same time, but you can't move your subscribers, though, uh, right? Yeah, not yeah, yeah, that's coming soon. Oh, okay, they're, interesting. They're, so they're, they're, that's hypothesis. Yeah, trust. Unless you've seen that. <laughs> so yeah, they put out a ridiculous. Everyone remembers like what they call it, bot apocalypse, <laughs> where they froze everything. So one of the changes they made is they're moving every app bot by the end of the year has to move over their subscriptions to be page level subscriptions. So you're actually subscribing to the page instead of the, to the app. The app. Okay. Really techy, but I'm 95% sure that means you can transfer your subscribers. I hope. You know what though? The only thing, and I'll say on a side note of that is I, I guess you kind of run the risk of, I mean, Facebook could shut you down, right? So you've got that risk if you were to use Facebook's own built-in messenger. At the on the other hand, it's like I don't know. I want to support companies like ManyChat. You know, Facebook has enough money. I'd like to support somebody else who that is. You know, I don't know. You know, six of one on that. And actually, that brings me to. I know we're getting close here, but uh, you guys had asked in your group what people thought about um, if they would be interested in the subscribe. I think through the group, which. Is there something you guys know that we don't know? Like, I would love to make it easier for people in my group to subscribe to a chatbot. Um, there's nothing that we know other than that I we can do it from a technical perspective with uh, uh, just a little software development. So it was a little market research to see if there's enough demand. So, so there's two little pieces of software that one that we have right now that's in, in beta, which is pretty sick. Um, what it does is, so remember how we were telling you about the contact us instance where you could just put a ref URL on that contact link. Um, yep. We have software um, that will actually, well, what happens if somebody doesn't have Facebook or isn't logged into Facebook? Like, do you want, what do you want the user experience to be? Our software will detect that. And then when it detects it, it's going to allow you to say, Hey, if they're not logged in, take them to the contact us page. If they are logged in, take them to the ref URL. Pretty ninja, right? So, so that's awesome. The, the next thing would be for because I'm a group owner, right? And Matt's a group owner, and you're, you're a group owner. It's like all these different things. It's like I want to use comments in the like I want to be able to basically use growth comments, and I'm using air quotes that nobody can see, and I'm actually not even doing air quotes since you can't see them, but I'm talking. <laughs> but the point is, is thanks for the clarification, Matt. <laughs> you, know, you guys were wondering. Come on, no. But anyway, so the point is, is um. There, there are some creative ways in which we can actually achieve the same thing um, with our air quote growth tool and comment growth tool. Um, and I think it'd be super sick and valuable for engagement, all the things that you can do, uh, but at a group level. And I'm flushing that out with the development team to bring that to the world. Well, everybody listening, as soon as that is brought to the world, I will be sharing that as well. So um, as we wind down, guys, so tell us what's coming for you guys with Botpreneur and the direction you're taking your business and, and course and stuff in. Well, so there's a couple different facets of what we have going on. Um, you know, we're really just, you know, trying to educate the masses on uh, what, you know, our, our, most of our people are agency, they're marketers, they're business owners, you know, but majority are agency kind of marketer type peeps. Uh, but we do get business owners as well. So we want to educate them on, on, on just like how messenger bots can be used, not to be afraid of them, to understand like, hey, for 10 bucks a month, even that's the pro plan. You can do it for free, right? So anyway, 
Um, we, we also have, you know, a core side of our business where we actually will help you step by step walk through that. Right. So we want you to understand that as well. Um, we're, we're even going so far as in, you know, we, we, we we're interviewing basically all these chat, you know, what, what we consider to be these chatbot influencers um, to, to really understand like, hey, we want everyone to come in and, and we all have different stories and different angles and different aspects and different strengths and weaknesses. I don't care if we lose a course sale to further the cause of advance, like the advancements of, you know, messenger bots, right? Like how awesome is that? So we, we literally have like Stephanie Blake, Nico Moreno, uh, uh, Felipe uh, Lecouture, David Sambor, Matt Flap, uh, I'm going to hope I didn't pronounce Plap rather, uh, a bunch of awesome people. We're trying to get more. So we're going to really just map this all out. And then one of the things that really I think is much needed that's going to help people um, is, is, is we went out there and I probably spent a grand on templates and most templates. I understand they're just templates. It reminds me of when the websites first came out years and years ago. Um, they just kind of suck or they have way too much and you only need this little bit of it. So we are launching this week a uh, template store. It'll have both uh, uh, ManyChat and ChatFuel templates. Um, and we're really excited to have that up and running soon this week, by the end of the week. Oh, good. So I'll have the link to that in, in the show notes. Matt, Tim, did you want to add something? Yeah, the only thing I'll add is, you know, overall, we said this at the beginning, like it's such a new industry. Um, we're a lot bigger. We're thinking way bigger than just how do we create a brand for ourselves? How do we grow a Facebook group? How do we make a profitable course? You know, we're we're thinking more along the path of how do we help shape the industry? So if someone else has a course... Um, some people see them as competitors. We see them as collaborators. You know, it's like, I think now how awesome would it be to go to a conference with Murray Smith and John Loomer and, you know, I mean, you name it, any Facebook ads person, Facebook marketer, like no one, no one would think twice, like, should I go to that conference if I want to learn Facebook? Of course you should. Um, so that's, that's kind of where we're at. We're like, yeah, everybody's kind of in this competition mode. It's early. Are there enough people to sell? we're really after shaping the industry and just providing a massive amount of value and helping grow chatbots overall. So I so, freaking love that. I think you guys should do um, like an event, <laughs> you know, it's- working at putting together what we're calling BotCon. So oh my God. I kid you not. Like I'm working behind the scenes as we speak to put together BotCon domains are purchased. Uh, it's one of the reasons why we're putting together this whole content calendar of influencers. And again, we want this to be just massive because it, because it is, it's going to, it's going to replace to me. It's more powerful than most people's websites. I'll just put it that way. Well, you know what, where I I see the power of this too, is, you know, you look at, I mean, it really is becoming a mobile first, uh, you know, over, over desktop, I will always use my laptop and desktop, but you know, the fact is where are people at where they're on their phones most of the time. And the other piece of this, I don't know, it's kind of like, you know, like Gary Vee is always talking about voice and it's, it's like where things are going. And with this, what I love about BotCon and you guys have to hang on when we're done because I've got more questions for you, but with BotCon, it's, it's, it's a, you know, a lot of events um, tend to be just this big networking, which that is always gold, right? It's always great to go do that. At the same time, when you bring experts together and it's really for the creators and the users to get tangible content as well as network and connect and, and meet people, I mean, that's gold. So I am so excited for you guys. That is fantastic. We are super excited as well. Thank you so much for having us. You guys, I mean, you rock. Uh, just, I don't know. It's, it's This is such an awesome time. It's like Christmas every day. <laughs> you got like I'm totally giddy. I'm like I gotta go play with my bot as soon as we get off this this interview. So, um, and I'll definitely, of course, it, this will be interesting. I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna do a, a bot specifically for the podcast. I want to play with that and see, you know, to drive people to subscribe on different channels, which which will be fun data in and of itself. So, you guys are awesome. I'm really excited for you. I'm I'm I really appreciate all the amazing training you guys do in your group. And again, that's Botpreneur. I'll have the links. Um, thank you so much, you guys. I'm, I'm so, so pumped to support you and, and do whatever I can. Awesome. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thanks, Kim. All right, guys. Right. I mean, if after the interview with Mikhail and Matt and Matt here, you're not at least peaked 
to check out Messenger Marketing or Chatbot, then I've not done a very good job. I really believe in these things. And, and like I've said before, I've not totally figured it out, but I'm kind of on a mission to do so just in terms of it being a marketing channel that is conversational and I can support, uh, you know, having conversations just with my audience. So anyway, you can go to kimdoyle.com forward slash botpreneur, just like it sounds uh, for the Facebook group. So I created that easy link for you as always. Thanks so much for listening. I love you guys tons. And if you haven't left a review in iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify. I don't know. (laughs) I got to double check where I'm at. I'd really appreciate it. Have a fantastic day and I will catch you next time.